Welcome to Under the Tooth, the podcast which aims to bring dentistry right to your ear. From general dentistry, speciality training, and everything in between. My name's Ilyas. And my name's Asha. And my name's Sari. And today we are so happy to have you listening. Um, thanks guys for all the support. It's been really nice to have so many people engaged and so many people uh, messaging us. We really appreciate and we're reading all your messages and trying to reply to them uh, when we can. Now, a few of you guys have had some questions that you want us to answer. Um, you've got a few topics that you want us to discuss. So what we're going to do over the course of several podcasts is we're going to bring these topics up and have discussions about them and try and answer them for you. And if you guys have specific questions, which a few of you have done, we are going to answer these, but we'll answer them at the end of each podcast. So keep a little eye out and we listen um, to see what the answer is, because I know some of you guys have asked something specific. So thanks again. And it's really kind of brought us into our topic today, which we have been thinking about. So um, we had a question about, um, I think, an aspiring uh, dentist who was just asking about how to get into dental school. Um, so that is going to be mainly what we're talking about uh, today um, and also discussing about what it's like being a dentist and whether it is what you expect it to be. Well, it's kind of got us reminiscing about <laughs> before dental school <laughs> and, um, and, and how things were. Uh, and 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 what we what we enjoy about dentistry really. I think it's really important. I don't think everybody grows up knowing they want to be a dentist, but some people do. I think it's something that they think. I mean, I know from a very very early age, I was quite excited about being a dentist. But so some what got you into dentistry? Yeah. <laughs> okay, on the spot. No, um, actually, I loved working with kids, and I typical answer is that I actually did have uh, braces so I really enjoyed the typical, I had braces it is I mean a lot of people <laughs> bring this card out when they're applying for dental school you know I had braces it changed my life but actually I did have braces and I really enjoyed the kind of uh going to these appointments I found it really interesting mm. so when I was choosing my work experience I was like do you know what, I'm going to do it with my orthodontist um, and spend some time there. And I had like the best time and it was so much fun and like they were seeing a lot of children and I was like, this is so great. And then um, I took a little bit of a rotation in the same week to uh, dental practice. And actually when I went to the dental practice, I didn't actually like the atmosphere as much. So I initially was like, do you know what, I, I want to be an orthodontist. I think that's definitely what I want to do. Um, and that's what kind of got me into pursuing my um not to be cliche but I, I, mine was probably quite similar but it wasn't really the orthodontic side of it i think the orthodontic side i kind of didn't really like because i associated associated that with just pain like because after uh, every appointment yeah. you're in so much pain for a few days oh um but it was more before that um just getting because i need I, I eat a lot of sweets uh, as a kid but um uh just getting the fillings and actually the the teeth that you needed to take out um before the braces it was just visiting the practice and it just seemed like a really cool environment and you know that kind of typical dentist smell i don't know kind of just appealed to me and i was like oh the dentist i could smell. i could see myself working here um and it was just how uh, how kind of everything worked and every everybody seemed quite friendly and um uh yeah that's about it really Elias, did you have braces <laughs> I did have braces oh wow <laughs> I feel like, that's what I, mean. I think everyone had braces when they were younger 
Is that what got you into dentistry? No, no. <laughs> I didn't like my orthodontist as well. Yeah. Just like, sorry. Um, yeah, you associate it with pain every single time they put the elastics on or change, change something. Whereas so. I was grinning like a Cheshire cat because my uh, brackets kept popping off because oh. I would eat so much chewing gum. Were you not listening to their instructions? <laughs> I mean, it was, a ni- it, was, it was nice because obviously you got, it was, it was kind of not life-changing, but it does improve uh, and you got colours and everything yeah, yeah at that yeah, time yeah. colours was cool you could yeah. pick the colours now and I, I think, think it's a bit of a fashion for kids like yeah. oh I've yeah. got braces blah 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 um, but I think for now, me now all wasn't... the kids all kids want braces yeah definitely. like they literally come to the practice asking for braces <laughs> it's because they know that it's the thing that can help but I remember I went to India and the, one of the kids had said that she thought I had like disease on my teeth because I had like coloured <laughs> brackets on them <laughs> and I was like no it's braces but I actually then... I, I absolutely hated having them because I, I, I played so much sport as a kid and just every oh. time you got hit in the face with a ball oh. or you just kind of got pushed or whatever you'd get a cut lip a swollen lip just constantly uh, did you not wear um, a mouth a guard mouth no I didn't I didn't mm, unfortunately that's top tip for you guys uh, wear a mouth guard if you're playing lots of sports <laughs> get, a get custom, a mouth guard custom for your custom made, custom made. Yeah. yes so Elias you're still not you're giving still us your, deep, your deep answer okay, so, he's so, obviously so, got something for, very deep no, here for, for me it was a process of elimination like I saw everything else like my work experience in year 10 was um, in uh, in this big company that we got to see accountants, we got to see engineers, we got to see all these office-based jobs and other people that did other jobs. And it was just, their jobs were very boring. They sat on the computer all day, looked at a computer, spoke to no one, sent a few emails, as opposed to what we do in dentistry, where we speak to patients, it's quite interactive, mm-hmm. um, it's problem-solving, sort of <coughs> on the go, um, which is much more interesting than... If I was stuck in front of a computer looking at numbers all day, um, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's definitely a big that's, part of it. I, I think, think if you're quite social yeah. as quite well. Social, and, yeah, and I think even though we've told how we got into it initially, there's obviously something a lot deeper as a personality. If you really like talking to people, mm. helping people, um, putting people out of pain, it's it's something good. And sometimes, it, you know, if you've got really good skills with your hands as well, you're really good at art, there's so many different skills that would influence you taking a career in dentistry so even though we've given the cliche answer there's always a lot more of a kind of deeper meaning to it I think Mm. of like why you wanted to do it yeah definitely I think um and kind of understanding your personal reasons for it it could be completely different to 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 what ours are um but whatever you think you could offer and the kind of the dentistry is kind of so diverse that you've got so many skills That you can get acquainted with and, and get you towards being. And I think now that we've we've we're actually in the dental field, we realise that there's so many different things that you can mm. actually do with a dental degree, mm. and that's something that I don't know. I don't at least I didn't foresee. Um, yeah, no, when, same. When and I think it's really important that I mean at, at that stage I really wanted to be an orthodontist, and now like I wouldn't even yeah do any orthodontic treatment at all. It's, <laughs> and, and I was so convinced I would be an orthodontist. That's why I wanted to do dentistry, and now I'm the complete opposite. So, and I think that's one thing we want to highlight is that dentistry for people that don't know a lot about dentistry is that there's so much more than your cliche orthodontist mm. or your cliche just a general practice dentist like there's so much more you can do whether it being um, actually clinical or non-clinical um, like some of the work uh, Asha does um, but yeah just to, to highlight to people that there's just so much more 
So basically, it's a lot of a lot of people are getting attracted to dentistry because of orthodontics, I guess. Well, yeah, I think initially it's exposure, though, see, right? Yeah, I think for kids, it's the biggest exposure, probably. Yeah, to that healthcare, because obviously going to uh, doctors is you're never really going for a doctor for, for a any thing. type of yeah, yeah good month, treatment. Yeah. It's more like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And the dentist also comes... That brings excitement too, as to some kids. I mean, I used to love getting my sticker. Um, <laughs> it made me feel so like great. Is yeah, I still a, like a sticker. Is that the dentist or other doctors when you got a jab? <laughs> no, in any form of like, you know, good... Um, good positive reinforcement and, and that sort of stuff is always good. But I think that... Um, in future, we'll definitely talk about uh, a, a lot about um, the different options and career options mm. after mm. dental school. But I think that, you know, um, we just want you, you're not expected to make your life decision, career choice at the age of um, sixth form or before you apply to uni. That's that's not it's not um, going to be the rest of your life. You can change. There's flexibility and you can go down different pathways, different avenues and even some people change their career, so it's nothing to be scared of. Um, but I do think that I, what I would advise is doing some shadowing, no, not definitely. just at your general dental practice, but also with different areas. Try to get to the nearest hospitals, community dental services, mm. um, and seeing the different aspects of dentistry to see whether, you know, one area you might not be too keen on, but actually the other area you might think, oh, actually, this is really interesting and I really like to do this. So don't. Don't, um, you know, just, you know, look on Google and be like, okay, a dentist is, is in a practice doing some fillings. That There's such a wide, like, world out there. Yeah, I think that's definitely a really, really good point because um, it's good for people to see, uh, especially if you're considering dentistry as a career, see what's out there. Uh, and even if you did like numbers, there is numbers in dentistry because you could do dental public health mm. and then just look at sort of epidemiology and other different statistical things in dentistry and sit behind a computer all day. Yeah. So it is really, it is quite really encompassing. There's quite a lot of things that you can do with dentistry. So, um, and I think that it's well liked as even if, if you're going towards a career in dentistry or going to apply for dental school. You know, you really want to um, look at your extracurricular activities. Um, you obviously need to study hard and get the grades and understand the subjects that you're studying in school to get you where you need to be for the requirements for university. Um, but it's a whole other world as well. You need to be the full package. You need to have yeah. um, other so what, things. So what kind of extracurricular activities do you think? So like just volunteering in certain places. Um, sports. Kind of getting involved in sports or even if you do kind of uh, teaching at brownies or cubs or these kind of things. Um, Hobbies as well. So, you know, like... Obviously, on the clinical aspect of dentistry, you are using your hands. And, and a big thing that they do look for um, within the universities is, is manual dexterity. So, um, you know, if you do things, I mean, for me, I did henna art. Um, mm. So I took in a portfolio when it was uh, coming to application time. And um, that is something that I think is a wee bit more common now. Um, and people are, are taking it in. But uh, what did you guys do for your manual dexterity? I remember people bringing in big uh, pictures and things that they had painted. 
uh, I remember seeing lots of different random things. Yeah, I remember people you. bringing in uh, like car models they yeah, used to do, or little, airplane little, models, little like um, or just massive jigsaws that they've done. But I don't know, do, do they have that opportunity to do that these days? Because it is multi-mini interviews. Yeah, multi-mini like, they probably, interviews. They probably don't, but I think mentioning that either in your personal statement mm. or making kind of making a point of you that can... you have those skills when you go for interview and just really selling yourself as... You can probably take a photograph of them and print it out and bring it with you. Yeah, you don't need put it in your portfolio. I remember they bring some really big things standing up just as tall as I am, or as I was. Then, uh, Have you got taller since you were 17? You've slightly. I think some people, um, I remember somebody in mine had a, their instrument. They played the trumpet in mm. the interview, and I was a bit... Like, oh my goodness, because I... They played I, trumpet in Yeah, the they took their instruments. So I actually told my interview panel that I played the clarinet, mm. and then they were really disappointed I didn't bring the clarinet. And I, was, <laughs> I had this picture of me in the school band, like, yeah, no, this is a proof, but I didn't not bring all, it. Not all um, interviewers would want them to bring their instruments. <laughs> no, man, I should have... So you might want to email in beforehand. I should have yeah, brought in my I recorder. Mean, <laughs> Because that's about the only musical <laughs> instrument I've ever played. What did you play? Did you play a musical instrument? Triangle. You played the triangle. <laughs> so we're not really going to be able to record our um, intro music with. No, uh, no, no. Well, we not, might not with the recorder and clarinet. Maybe a little triangle. Ping. Ping, ping at the end. <laughs> but yeah, guys. So you need to look at the bigger picture. It's not just about your grades. Um, and your kind of you you need to be the overall package and highlighting things. So everything that you do out with your academic side of things which is your studying side of things will be related to dentistry in some way so you want to highlight your communication skills how can you communicate do you work in a little shop as a volunteer or do you do teaching like Sari said yeah Um, just anything that really sells you out as a kind of a well-rounded human being and um... everything you've done can always be related back yeah. It doesn't matter whatever you've done. There's always going to be a quality that you can relate it back to dentistry. Um, even if you just worked in the shop um, doing something, you can literally say, I was communicating with customers, um, learning how to build a relationship, etc. And highlighting, you know, if you're um, in a dance group, then that's working in, in teamwork. Or if you're in a football team as well, that's like highlighting mm. teamwork. Because yeah. as a dentist, you're not working by yourself. You have a team, whether you're in a hospital or a practice. You're working with a group of people, and these people, mm. I mean, you guys will agree, like, they, you need to rely on the, the yeah, group that you're with. Yeah, it's, it's a team, it's a team, uh, it's a team effort, and everybody's involved in patient care. Uh, and, and within that, um, kind of leadership skills that you might have, because that's a really important point in dentistry, because um, within your practice, you're probably the kind of, um, the leader, mentor for other kind of dental care professionals. Um, so it's really important. To, to show that so like Asha said if you are involved in any team sports if you are kind of a captain or whatever um, that's also really good to to show um, leadership skills and like I think that you know it, <clears throat> it is important that you know about dentistry and that you've you've made an effort to do a bit of research in the, the field that you're trying to get into 
but also they won't expect you you're not going to be a qualified dentist when you're going for any of these interviews so you don't need to worry about you know not knowing absolutely everything about dentistry and and learning it because that's the whole purpose of going and um doing the degree but um you need to have a desire to learn because they want to know that you're going to be um going to continued learning after you graduate because there's always going to be updates um with everything so and we've done so many exams since leaving dental school, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, you yeah, think I'm you're... <laughs> you, think you're <laughs> you think you're done at BDS5, but... Um, sorry. They, they, uh, took, one they more took, took a few more exams at you. So, yeah, really kind of um, showing that you have... Uh, so, like, like Ash said about um, willing to learn and, and at least knowing a little bit about dentistry, what dentistry involves, and just basic things that, that dentists do. Just a little bit of research. Um... A really good website, the NHS Choices website, gives you a kind of information about uh, dental treatments that are available, um, and just having a really quick read through those, just so you have that basic knowledge of um, the kind of basic treatments that, that dentists do provide um, generally. Um, and also journals as well so like we do have some dental journals and um, there's something that you can have a little look at the latest and the up-to-date information because sometimes if you have a one-to-one or a panel interview you can get the question of of give us a recent thing and only mention stuff that you're actually medical or healthcare yeah don't um don't you don't want to like um fob your way through it if you don't know something and they ask you something specifically my biggest advice would be to to say look i don't don't know, know but i'd be really um, looking forward to learning about it or would really like to understand that more. Um, so is there anything that you guys didn't know about dentistry before you came into it? Um, I didn't know the variety. The variety of this profession is just, I mean... Yeah, definitely insane. that. I think, I think uh, once you graduate and once you kind of get into um, practice, you, you realise that there's so much out there. Um, I think as a as a somebody who didn't before studying dentistry I thought it was literally just practice you're, practi- you're yeah. just in a practice uh, and that's all that dentists do but um, it, there are so much so many more options available and I'm going to be perfectly honest probably till the start of last year I still didn't know exactly how much was out there and I think a lot of dentists don't actually know some other pathways and avenues you can go mm. down so yeah, I mean, it's endless, the opportunities. And there's probably more that we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, we'll still uh, uncover mm-hmm. some more avenues that we can go down. And yeah. um, So I think that's really important. And I, I think that if you are a very kind of honest and compassionate person as well, like you can highlight that through your the things that you've been doing. Um, if you've done some charity work, that's something you should really showcase um, because it, you have to have that level of care for your patients if you are going into this career. Um, and it's not just looking at a salary of what a job or a career gives you, it's the job satisfaction. And actually, yeah, definitely. If, if you make people happy, it tends to make you happy, um, mm. no matter what job you're in. And yeah. you can get that out of dentistry in yeah. a lot of cases. Um, With orthodontics. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't do. <laughs> but that's a really good or point. Or anything else, getting people out of pain, uh, restore, restoring yeah, smile. Yeah, restoring their smile. Just that thank you you get sometimes makes your day uh, yeah. and, and really kind of makes your week, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, yeah, something that you can be aware of, that it is job satisfying. Sometimes it'll have its challenges, which we'll discuss over other podcasts, but 
Um, I mean, ultimately, you need to decide if it's the best decision for you. And if you've got any family members within it as well, then you want to have a chat with them. But I wouldn't say that you should get overly influenced by other people's opinions about the profession. You need to kind of decide that for yourself. Um, and you shouldn't let anyone put you off any career choice um, if it's something you feel you really want to go in towards or, or lean towards because everybody has different experiences and different uh, challenges that they overcome in life. So Yeah, so it's quite vital for us to all experience different things and, and, and see where, where that comes. Okay, to wrap things up, uh, we're going to answer one of the questions that we've got through our socials. Um, do you brush before or after breakfast? Asha. So, I brush before breakfast because I, well, let's be honest, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that I want to do is brush my teeth. Yeah. Which yeah. Elias is saying yes, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he doesn't. No. <laughs> I said I don't eat breakfast in the morning, so it doesn't make a difference for me. So, at whatever time I brush my teeth, in the morning, I brush my teeth in the morning. I think that, because... The taste of toothpaste, I actually quite like the taste of toothpaste. I don't. I actually quite like it first thing in the morning. breakfast, I'll delay brushing until after breakfast. No, I can't. Like, first thing, first thing when waking up, I have to brush my teeth. (laughs) I cannot, cannot cope walking around for longer than five minutes without brushing my teeth. I mean, I would be happy to brush my teeth twice in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I would brush it first when I, like, when I get up. It's actually, do you know what I do? I get out of my bed and I go straight to my bathroom to brush my teeth is what I do. Never go anywhere else. So there, I think that there has, there is some form of like studies and evidence, right, against uh, erosion. I don't know if there's a lot, um, something you could do your own research, but they do say that you should wait. If you how many if minutes? you have breakfast, you should wait a minimum of twenty minutes before you brush your yeah, teeth. Yeah, because um, purely because if you have something quite acidic in whatever you eat, uh, and then you come to brush, you're gonna use the acid to brush away part of your tooth. And I think another thing is when you're sleeping, your slivery flow is reduced, so you've got really dry mouth. Mm. So your mouth is not fighting against caries or decay the way it should be. So I think that it's really important to think about that too, because then if you leave it any longer when you wake up, then your mouth is not being protected. Yeah, definitely. Whereas if you get that toothpaste on your teeth, it keeps it nice and clean. Right away. The other thing that I think about is once you've brushed, the, one of the applications, one of the purposes of brushing is to apply fluoride. Yeah. So if you're eating straight away, you've not given not it enough time. Straight away. You're not giving it enough time for your tooth to soak up that good fluoride. Yeah, yeah. but when. I'll brush my teeth, I'll get ready, get dressed. That's at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes before I have breakfast. That's enough time for fluoride to do its yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I can say I have never... get dressed? <laughs> How long does it do to put your makeup on? About five minutes. <laughs> I always thought there's a glow to your face. Perfectly honest, I have my breakfast in the car, so I've got ready... Hoovered? No, I'm kidding. I've like got ready and like done all my stuff. I'm in the car eating my breakfast. I forgot about brushing my teeth by that point. I mean, I'd love to be the kind of person that wakes up, brushes their teeth, goes for a half an hour run, comes back, has a quick (laughs) breakfast, blah, 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 but that's not real. Guys, I just said that I forgot about brushing my teeth. I don't mean that I forgot to brush my teeth. I meant I forgot about brushing it when I was (laughs) driving in the car. Just to make sure, brush twice a day, morning and night, all the time. All the time. But yeah, no, yeah, I just can't is, leave it. Uh, to be honest, no, the, I think the advice is brush twice a day. They don't really care when 
uh, at least once in the evening and one other time during the day, mm. preferably in the morning. Yeah, but the once in the evening has to be at night time. Yeah, at night time. At night time and nothing, nothing, nothing to eat, to eat after or drink after. Apart only from water. Plain water. And then in the morning, I think I think the, the view is as well in the morning breakfast has like, you know, you've got orange juice or like fruit juice. That's very acidic. Mm. You might have cereal that's got a lot of sugar in it. That, if you're rubbing that onto your teeth, albeit with fluoride or not, that can, you know, mm. possibly have some effect on your enamel. But um, it's more what works for you as long as you're doing the right technique and you're brushing like... Well, well. long enough. For long enough, morning and night, at least two minutes, you know. Yes, <laughs> minimum two minimum minutes. Minimum is two minutes. You can spend as long as you like, <laughs> but minimum two minutes. Spend five minutes if you wish. <laughs> but yeah, so the person that emailed in, uh, I hope he answered your question. I know it's not cleared it up, but really there's no right or wrong answer. So thanks for that question, guys. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any further questions, um, do just send them in and we can discuss them at our next episode. Uh, under the tooth. Uh, under the tooth. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. We should have all said at the same time. Keep this in. Uh, under the tooth. Uh, under, under the, the tooth. tooth. <laughs>